Hey everyone, it's Nadia and I'm back with another season of She Could So She Did podcast where we talk about dating after divorce in your 40s. So yep, I took a little bit of a hiatus, um, but I'm back and I am so excited. I've got a whole new slew of guests, episodes, and topics where we talk about, as I've said, dating after divorce in your 40s, whether you need healing, inspiration, or just tips to find your next true love, if that is what you want, make sure that you guys subscribe to my podcast. She could, so she did. All right, so for today's episode, we're going to start talking about manifesting the love that you want, and we have a dynamic speaker. Her name is Danielle Faust, and I'm going to introduce her real quick right after this quick segment. All right, so let me introduce you guys to today's guest. As I said, her name is Danielle Faust. She is a dynamic, intuitive, and certified life and wellness coach, energy healer, psychic intuitive, and speaker. From one-on-one consulting, speaking, blogging, video content, and more, Danielle has found creative ways to inspire and promote spiritual wellness to women worldwide. Her podcast, Manifest It Sis, is her newest platform to help guide women of color toward their best lives. And in her own life, Danielle has manifested an interview with the Oprah Winfrey, Medical Miracles, which she will share with us on today's show. And then also, um, she has just created her own dream life with her husband and two children where they reside in South Florida. So after opening up to her spiritual gifts in 2017, Danielle has helped guide women through life on a deeper level through psychic intuitive readings, mediumship, and as well as energy healings and Reiki, which by the way, I just tried Reiki recently. I'll have to share with you guys on another episode. So Danny is the candid voice behind okdanny.com, which is an award-winning lifestyle blog, and her writings can be found across the web. She's been featured in Parents, Essence, Red Book, Health, Good Housekeeping, Forbes, and more. Danny, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here today. As we get started, why don't you first tell us what does it mean to be a dynamic, intuitive life coach? Uh, first of all, Nadia, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about this here. Um, so intuitive life coaching is, it means that I use my intuition and my psychic gift to assist my clients in their life coaching process. And that means it's kind of, it's not one size fits all coaching. It's really specific to you and it works in tandem with your guides from spirit. Great. Your guides from spirit. So um, we're going to really dive into spirit, the universe, manifestation, positive affirmations, all that stuff. But before we get into it, um, what is your take for those of us that are Christian? Does this approach work for us as well? It works for everyone. Yeah. Right. Any, any religion, it does not matter. Right. Because, you know, I've heard some chatter um, on the internet. People will sometimes say, oh, you know, manifestation, speaking to universe, that is not in line with Christian methodology. And I would disagree. I disagree as well. You can just trade the word speaking to universe to praying to God and we're all good, right? 
there you go. I agree with you. Great. So as you know, this podcast is for dating after divorce in your 40s. Do you mind sharing with us what your relationship status is? Yes, I am married. Um, next month is our 10-year marriage anniversary and 19-year anniversary anniversary. Wow, I love it. Yeah. Well, happy yeah. anniversary. Thank you. And you are your age? <clears throat> a lady never tells. Um, True. <laughs> no, I'm 39 next month. Love it. Okay. So, you know, I was, well, I was 39 when I separated from my husband in my 16 year marriage at that time, right? My former husband, I should say. So this, you know, for those of you that are listening, I know many of you are recently divorced um, or, you know, have been divorced for a while and looking for ways to find that true love. So that's why I love to have guests on this show like Danny, so that she can share their insight or that they can share their insight on what it is and how we can not only heal from whatever happened in our previous marriage, but also find that true everlasting love. So Danny, why don't you tell us what is the first step to attracting that four letter word, which I love, a good four letter word, which is like true love. Oh, so I feel like these steps kind of work in tandem. So okay. not like one, two, three, four, but all of these at once, I would say a great place to start is with your own heart, like with yourself, getting yourself ready for love. Do you feel that you are lovable? Are you healed from your past relationships? Have you done that inner work to say, okay, I'm ready. And I actually have that space to bring someone new into my life and love them the way they need to be loved and have them love me the way I want to be loved as well. You have to really be clear and ready for it. Um, and then I would say, be really clear on what you want. Once you know you're ready, like then it's like, okay, well, what am I bringing into my life? Clarity is crucial for manifesting, whether it is a partner, love, money, a job, anything, you have to be super clear on what you want. So for that, I suggest you write a laundry list. Is it okay if I share my story about my list? I would love for you to share it. Go ahead. So um, in 2007, my now husband, we'd been together for a while, but it was on and off, on and off, all by me. I kept breaking up with him. Just anyway. <laughs> so we broke up for what I thought was the final time. And I was like, this is it. I'm done with this guy. I really do love him, but he's just not what I want for my future. So I, we broke up and then about a month into it, I was like, I want to be married by 30. <laughs> I have my life plan. I'm going to write a list. And this is the list of everything I want in my next boyfriend who's going to become my husband. Like I was just claiming it. So I sat down and I wrote a list and it, I always liken it to um, Aaliyah's four page letter. Cause it was four pages back and front. And I wrote down everything I wanted about him from the way he treats his mom, how he handles conflict, that he was six foot two or above with broad shoulders. I mean, I just went down the list of everything physically, emotionally, personality wise, even small stuff like um, would prefer to travel at Christmas versus staying home at Christmas. Like random stuff I was, I was putting on this list. Okay, and, with the details, um, I love it. Uh -huh. Yes, you have, to have, you have to have the clarity. However, in the clarity, you can't also be too tight to them. You, you have to have a little bit of, flow and flexibility so okay maybe everything on your list is right but he's 
six foot one. Oh, right. darn it. I have to deal with it. Or you're going to find someone that's perfect, perfect. But yeah, I would say get the list that you want and then kind of have a little flexibility and flow with it. Because if you're not clear, you're going to just accept any old body. But if you're too rigid, then you're going to repel everybody. So you have to have that list of clarity and then kind of groove and move in it and see what you really desire versus would be kind of nice to have. And okay. it's okay if this changes too. Okay. So your list definitely has to have some like non-negotiables, it sounds like, right? But a negotiable could be like, okay, six one or five eight. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sure. Like you have to sure. figure out, you have to figure yeah. out what's important to you. Absolutely. So, and know that as you grow and change and as you start dating, the things that you feel are non-negotiables might stay the same, but then your negotiables might change. You might yeah. think like, oh, I want a guy who's really charismatic and loves being the life of the party. And then once you date that guy, you're like, oh my God, what are you, a joker? You're a comedian. Everything's a joke to you. And then you pull <laughs> it back and you rewrite your list and say, okay, okay. I want someone a little more reserved. Yeah, so it's, it, the list is also about, like, be careful what you ask for. Totally. Okay, so how did your list work for you? So you said previously you were dating your then um, boyfriend, now husband. Um, yeah. Back up a little bit and tell us, how long had you been dating when you stopped and thought it was the final, and then he next became your husband again? So, yeah, that was 2007 that we, we got together, I think, in 2001, right before I turned 20. So two and yeah. Okay. So in that time, we were on and off because I kept breaking up with him. And then this was the final straw. 20, 2007, I was like, you're, you're not serious. You're not for me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted someone who was serious, ready for marriage and growth, whatever. Mm -hmm. So we broke up that final time. It, it was a couple months. I wrote my list. I started getting to a place of I'm intending. I was in this big apartment all alone. <laughs> I was like, I'm intending that I'm going to have this guy come into this apartment you know, we're going to meet, we're going to fall in love, he'll move in, we'll have this beautiful life. I wrote my list. A couple months after that, I did start dating. I started dating just here and there. N nothing past one or two dates. I was like, these dudes are raggedy. What is going on? This is not my list. Really? So I was like, well, yeah, but I was really clear on what I want and I could cut it off after date one or two because I knew like, you're not suiting my list. So bye. So after a couple months of that, my husband, and it was like magic, Nadia, I swear it was like magic. He came by and he was like, we've got to talk. And I was like, whatever. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can get a little dick and then he can go back home. <laughs> but I was like, come on over. And then we had this talk and I didn't say anything. I was like, well, what do you want to talk about? You know, giving a little attitude. Right. Like, what do you want to talk about? And he legit, it's as if he found my list, which I know he didn't, and was like, here are the changes I've made in my life. And he was just going down. He's like, this, that, that, this, that, that. I've changed this. I changed my job. I did this. I was just like, what is happening? My heart was going so fast. I'll never forget it. My heart was going so fast that he was basically telling me how he morphed into the guy I wrote on my list. Wow. And I was just like, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And yeah, so that, it was almost magical. But now I know, because before I wasn't super into the manifesting as I am now. Now I know, I just, I attracted it. And that was just the easiest way for that to come to me was from him changing and coming back. That's amazing. So I love to hear stories like this. It's so similar a little bit to my story. I hadn't even met my then husband. Obviously we're divorced, but I still enjoy the love story of it. But 
Um, I hadn't even met him yet. I was 19 and I was like, I'm going to be married by 23. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And literally out of nowhere, you know, met him and, you know, we were together ultimately 20 years. It's just, I think a lot of reasons why it didn't work out, but that to me is amazing. So once, you know, you set your list and you manifest, like you identify what it is that you want with clarity, as you said, what's the next step? Like, do you set it and forget it? Or do you have to take some steps to make it happen? It's a little of both. So what I always tell my clients is like, you cannot be thirsty. No matter what it is, you cannot be thirsty about it. Like looking out the window, he here yet? He here yet? Like, what are you doing? So you have to just like know that it's coming. There has to be a faith in the universe or faith, faith in God. If you are Christian, like faith that he's going to come. So there's that, that element, right? So you set it and forget it in that way. However, you're still doing the work on yourself to make yourself um, a, a great magnet for, for his energy. And then you're also making yourself available. Like if you're sitting at home, a shut in, and then expecting him to knock on your door and like, hello, I'm Mr. Right. It's not going to happen, sis. You need to put yourself out there, whether it be the apps, whether it be events, whether it be just calling your whole network and being like, girl, set me up with somebody. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. But you have to then put in that effort and do things that are from a loving space. I always tell people that you have to get in the vibe of love when you're trying to attract love. So that means that throughout your day, whether you're dealing with your kids, your family, your friends, your coworkers, lead with love, operate from a loving space, because that's what you would want reflected back to you. And we get what we reflect, so. Love that, okay, so what you put out, you get back. Absolutely. So you mentioned energy. So that's a little bit about what we're referring to. Can you kind of break down what that means for those of us that maybe aren't so familiar? Yeah. So everything is energy. This is not just me talking. This is not woo woo. This is literally physics, quantum physics. This is science. Everything is energy and it's just energy at different frequencies or vibrations. So different speeds and levels basically. Mm -hmm. So when you are in a great mood and you're just like high on life and you're like all right girl let's go party that's a different energy than if you're sitting in bed crying and like depressed right yeah. so we know that there's different energies and we can feel them and when we think about love we think about we can think about how it feels in our body the things that we think about in our head and we know that that's a different frequency or vibration or level say than another emotion so that energy is what you want to cultivate. You want to cultivate the feelings of love and compassion and um, appreciation and joy to bring in that more of that via a partner. I love it. Like I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm getting all tingly inside because I learned myself during my whole process um, how important like your frequency and your vibration is. So I've always been, I'm a Pisces. So, I, you know, Pisces by our nature are known to be a little bit more intuitive. Is that right? Okay. So I've always felt like I can feel things at a different level that other people can't. So I had my first um, reading with, um, I don't know if he considers himself a psychic, but he's a reader. Um, and he told me like all these things about me, my thoughts and all these things like that I hadn't even shared with people. And then he just confirmed what I always knew. He's like, you're very intuitive. Your intuition has been a great guide for you over the years. You need to just basically stop and think and allow your intuition to lead the direction into what you're doing, where you're going, all these other things, like listen to it more. 
So as, you know, relating this back to dating and as you were talking about frequency and energy, what should a man or a woman do um, if they are like just frustrated and exhausted by the whole process? Like they've been single 10 years or something or they've dated all these, you know, whatever, um, up and down, like, you know, from professionals to non-professionals thinking that they know what's on their list, but they don't like, what do you do when you are just frustrated and you don't know what else to do? Like you're done with the lists. Yes. Um, so first I just want to say Pisces are not, we are all intuitive on some level. So everyone can really tap into that intuitive side of themselves, take a deep breath, get centered and get answers from source. So just know that guys, everyone listening, just know you can do that. Um, and for the person who is frustrated and just dealing with, ugh, what the hell? This dating pool is trash. If you're in that space, what do you think you're going to attract when you're in that space? More trash. Yeah. So we have to think like, okay, if I'm frustrated with the dating pool, I'm not going to go look on, I don't know, match.com right now. I'm going to chill. I'm going to do a hobby, do an activity that I like and pour myself into something that I do enjoy. I will play with my kids, my niece, my nephew, something that I love to do that feels good, that gets me out of the place of worrying about a man or a woman, worrying about who's next to date, worrying about being single at large, worrying about the trash ass people who are out there. Oh, are we allowed to curse? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> we all about who's out there. Whatever you want. Thank you. Um, so if, as long, when you notice that you're in that space, when you're getting resentful and you're getting like down on the whole dating scene, that is a sign that you need to pull away and take a break. Because if you're feeling those way, if you're thinking those thoughts, then your energy is not where it needs to be to attract something great for you. Okay. And so you how do we change? How do we so flip it? You flip it by, so you return to your list and maybe tweak it. If that feels good, if it doesn't feel good and sidebar, if it doesn't feel good to write out the list in the first place, don't do it. Nothing should feel like a chore when it comes to manifesting. It should always feel light and free and easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Okay. So if you're feeling these yucky ways, then you pull back. What's an activity you enjoy doing? Um, I like just drinking chai, eating sweets and watching RuPaul's Drag Race. It cheers me up. So that's what I would do if I'm feeling yuck about anything, whether it be dating or not. So what do you like to do? Get out in fresh air, go work in your garden, call a friend, anything that raises your vibe. And only you know what that is. And I do suggest to people, I'm a list person, I'm a journal person. So I do suggest to people, have a go-to list for whenever you're feeling down. Even if, it, if you're down about you know, family stuff or work stuff, have a go-to list of like what lights you up, what makes you feel really good. Even if it's something like, shopping or just hopping on Amazon and looking around, whatever it is. Yeah. Have your list of things that are go-to feel-good items that you can quickly do to get your vibe back up. Because mm. everything is energy management, vibe management. We want to keep ourselves on a high and happy disc. Yeah. So yeah. At the top of the wavelength. Yes. So do you um so is part of you know the manifestation, does that include meditation in any way? Yeah. So meditation, I mean, that's for anything. I think meditation is, should be a daily in everyone's life, whether they're trying to actively manifest something or not. And just to be clear, when I say manifest, manifest is, is not, um, it's not the doing of, of like the activities manifesting. The act of manifesting is when something appears in your reality. So all the things that you do to 
raise your vibes, manage your energy, get clear on what you want. Those are tools that you do to better yourself. And then as a happy byproduct, you get what you want. So it's not like you're doing these things to get the man. You're doing these things to be dope and happy. And then, yay, you get a man as a happy byproduct. Mm -hmm. So um, meditation is something that I recommend to everyone, no matter what they're trying to manifest, because it's allowing. So you mentioned earlier that the reader told you to just get centered and allow. Meditation helps you allow because it, op- it gets you mindful. It gets you open and, and ready to, to have and hold and keep what it is you want. Got it. So I think it was one of your Facebook lives because you also have a podcast. Tell everyone your podcast. It's called Manifest It Sis. Manifest It Sis. And then on that podcast, you talk about everything from not just love, but just, you know, your dream life, right? With all kinds of amazing different guests. So I remember listening to one episode or it might've been a live where you were talking about um, like, you know, the life, your dream life. Like, so if you're envisioning a dream home, then part of that process is like, I don't know if you said it was during meditation, but basically like envisioning yourself walking through what your dream kitchen would look like and your dream living room might look like. Can we do that for dating as well? Hell yeah. So part of writing the list, it's it's like it automatically gets you started with visualization. Because if you're writing down, you know, six foot one, brown skin, brown eyes, you're automatically kind of picturing you know, Morris Chestnut in your head, right? On the low, you you have to picture something as you're writing it. So that's kind of like the little cheat code that I tell people to write the list because automatically I'm telling them to visualize because it just mm-hmm. happens naturally. So that's visualization. And that is a powerful tool because our brains work in pictures and our brains don't know if what we're picturing is past, present, or future. So we can picture ourselves in the dream home with the ideal lover and you're wrapped up in love and you're kissing and your brain is like, oh, has that happened? Is it future? It doesn't matter. So your brain now wants to make it real. And that's part of magnetizing it to you. So whatever it is that you desire, whether it be health goals, house goals, career, anything, picture it as much as you can, as much as feels good to you and continue picturing it. And don't worry if Today, I pictured it one way, and then tomorrow, I pictured it slightly different. It's okay for it to change and tweak. There's no really hard and fast rules. It just matters that you are getting yourself in that energy, that high-vibing space of, ooh, I have this thing that I like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I, when I think about that, I think about where I was, the, the men I've dated, and I literally will sometimes be like, okay, we're on vacation. We're going to the Bahamas or something like that, and I just imagine it, and then one thing that has helped me is forgetting like thinking like how it's going to happen, just instead expecting it's going to happen, right? Yes. How is not your business? Listen, we are, just, we are humans. We are spirit beings, but that's a whole separate story. But we are human at the same time. We, can, we have limited vision. We have limited hearing. We are limited beings. Mm-hmm. You know who's not limited? God. You know what's not limited? The universe. So how we think, we can make 10, re, 10 ways how something can come to us, but the universe is like, well, I was gonna give it to you this way, but if you want it in this limited little tiny way, then I guess you're just gonna have to wait for it. So we can't put the rules on the how and the should and the way things should appear because magic happens. Miracles happen when we release the how Mm -hmm. and allow in just the desire. I literally was told that I could not have children naturally. Hmm. Multiple doctors told me it was not possible. I needed IVF 
I was broken. I was so heartbroken. You know what I did? I manifested that shit. I manifested two healthy children naturally after these doctors told me, sorry, it can't happen. So if I was thinking about how, how, oh, okay, IVF, how, how, oh, okay, some other surgery, then I'd be limited. But all I was focusing on is I'm going to have a healthy, happy family. I did my little manifestation practices and I got it miraculously. <laughs> so That's I believe in miracles. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean that you're right. Just forget the how focus on, is it the when or just focus on the end result? What's the focus, focus? on the that? Yeah. Focus yeah. on the what it is. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So we're almost out of time. So a couple last minute questions. What do you think out of everything that we've discussed? Well, two questions, actually. What is like the most important thing for those listeners that are just like, yeah, okay, Danny, whatever, been doing this for however long. What is the most important thing for us to take away from today's um, podcast? Hmm. I guess for that person, I think the most important would be the faith. You have to know that it's happening and that it's going to come your way. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing here? Like, why are you alive? <laughs> right? So, so you have to have that faith that things are going to work out. You're going to get the, the ideal partner. Your life is going to shift in the way that you want it to. That faith is required. That belief mm -hmm. is required for manifesting anything in your life. So I think that would be number one. Yeah. Mustard seed of faith, right? As we know from the Bible, biblical um very good so how long does this all take i'm ready i'm manifesting i have a clear list that also has movable parts when can i expect my husband to show up danny didn't we just tell you not to talk about how and now you come with a how long okay so <laughs> you already know that's what people are gonna say They're like okay i'm ready i'm doing it okay tomorrow I'll wake up am i meeting him today like yeah it's true it's true and so um, things can happen really fast. Things can happen super duper fast. And then also it can take a while, but here's the thing. If it took longer than you wanted, like if I put my date of, okay, I'm going to be married by 30. If I'm 29 and a half and I still haven't met the person, am I just going to go and marry the next guy I see on my, on my 29.9 <laughs> birthday? No, I'm going to extend the deadline. Like if you were trying to lose weight and then you had a deadline for losing weight and then you realize you're not going to make the deadline. What are you, are you going to just start like, okay, today I got to just start being anorexic now so I can make my deadline. No, you're going to extend it. So we don't focus on the how long we focus on where we're resonating. When we are so focused on high vibes, what we want, our energy management and our frequency time, it's like, it almost doesn't matter. Hmm that becomes secondary because you're already feeling good. You're feeling happy, high vibe while you are waiting to magnetize the person. So I would say remove the when as well as the how. Okay. Love it. So just know what's going to happen. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just know ladies and gents that that true love is coming because I truly believe, and I have always felt this, that there is one man for every one man and vice versa, right? So somebody or, you know, if you're in a same-sex marriage, same thing. There is somebody that is out there for you. So don't lose hope, stay positive. Well, thank you so much, Danny. This was awesome. Before we go, please tell everybody either, you know, how they can hire you, where they can find you, social media, all that good stuff, because I already know people are going to want to stay connected and get more insight from you. 
Yeah. So um, if you want to work with me, you can go to bit.ly slash manifest with Danny and Danny is D-A-N-I. Um, I do have a free five-day manifesting breakthrough challenge that you can get. It's at bit.ly slash manifest in five and it's the number five. I'm on Instagram like all day long and <laughs> it is uh, at the Danny Faust and you can come visit me on Facebook in my group the Lifestyle Redesign Lounge on Facebook. And I hang out there and we talk manifesting and all kinds of woo-woo stuff. Great. And I'll put everything in the show notes. And you also have a, a very popular blog, right? Yeah, Manifested Sis. Come hang out. Come take a listen. You can listen anywhere podcasts are. So yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. No, and but your blog too. Okay, Danny. Oh, that's... blog. Sorry. That's yeah. It. Okay, Danny. Um, I'm not really blogging so much anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no, I kind of shifted to the podcasting world and the blog is more of a personal blog now. Yeah. So you can come hang out if you want to read yeah. some of the old stuff. <laughs> oh, I hear it. I, I'm in the same boat. Well, thank you so much, Danny. I really appreciate your insight. And for everyone listening, I think the biggest takeaway here is to just have clarity in what you want and then also to let go of how it's going to happen and instead keep it positive, keep your energy, your vibration high on that wavelength so that you can attract true love and happiness. Thank you everyone for listening. This is Nadia. If you are new to this podcast, make sure that you subscribe, comment, and share with your friends. Thanks. Okay, where's my stop button? Thank you, Danny. That was such an awesome episode. You shared so many great tips for us. I am so excited for all of those who are going to follow your recommendation, manifest their next true love. All right, everybody, if you are new to this podcast, make sure that you follow and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please share this episode with your friends. And then don't forget, you can find me everywhere on social media at Nadia Policard. If you have suggestions on next topics or if you have speakers that you would love to introduce me to, make sure that you send me a message. I would be happy to um, consider all topics. And I definitely want to hear what you guys are interested in hearing about. All right. Until the next time. Ciao.